Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia has officially ordered an end to the death penalty for children. The decision came on Sunday after an earlier order in April to end the practice of flogging, replacing flogging with either jail time, fines, or community service. It's important to note, by the way, Muslim countries in general do not usually practice public flogging. Like many people learning of this death penalty ban, I was surprised to learn Saudi Arabia had the death penalty for children in the first place. Rights groups like Amnesty International and Human Rights Watch have long called on the kingdom to abolish the use of the death penalty, especially for crimes committed by minors. This royal decree will spare the death penalty for at least six men from the minority Shiite community who allegedly committed crimes while under the age of 18. These crimes include things like taking part in anti-government protests. The decree expands on a previous order by King Salman issued in late 2018, which set a maximum 10-year prison term for minors in certain cases, except for crimes punishable by death. Now, the 10-year maximum applies to all crimes by minors. The president of the Saudi government's Human Rights Commission, Awad Al-Awad, confirmed the latest decision in a statement on Sunday, saying this helps the kingdom to establish, quote, a more modern penal code and demonstrates the kingdom's commitment to following through on key reforms. 
He also said more reforms will be coming and that these two decisions reflect how Saudi Arabia is forging ahead in its realization of critical human rights reforms even amid the hardship imposed by the COVID-19 pandemic. King Salman's son, the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, is thought to be the driving force behind this decision, as well as other measures meant to pivot the kingdom away from Wahhabism. That's the ultra-conservative interpretation of Islamic law, which is practiced in the country. This is happening in step with other policies meant to modernize the kingdom, often met with domestic opposition, as well as to attract more foreign investment and to repair Saudi Arabia's international reputation. However, the crown prince has also, at the same time, overseen a crackdown on domestic liberal thinkers, on writers, on women's rights activists, and other reformers, as well as clerics that are seen as too moderate. The crown prince, you may recall, made grim headlines earlier in 2018 when agents working for him tortured and killed the Saudi writer Jamal Khashoggi in Turkey. While the crown prince received international criticism for what has been seen as a murderous reprisal for Khashoggi's political views, there has to date been no large-scale legal consequences for the crown prince. And while it may be tempting for some of us to heap opprobrium on Saudi Arabia for its death penalty practice, it is crucial to remember that many other countries have executed minors in the past, including the United States. Our second story takes place off the coast of Africa. Pirates are on the rise. I don't mean groups of college students downloading massive libraries of illegal music and movies. I mean actual sailing on the high seas pirates. This is a story that's not getting as much attention as it should. A crisis that compounds the current economic disaster faced by oil companies as crude prices plummet to the point where they've even gone into the negative numbers. According to the International Maritime Bureau, the first quarter of 2020 saw a spike in piracy across the planet with 47 attacks compared to 38 for the same quarter previously in 2019. The Gulf of Guinea is a key production hub surrounded by eight oil exporting countries over in West Africa. It's emerged as a global hotspot for piracy, accounting for 21 attacks so far this year alone and 90% of all kidnappings at sea in 2019. Most attacks still occur in Nigerian waters, but according to the political risk consultancy Verisk Maplecroft, piracy is expected to rise in 2020 and continue to rise in 2021 and expand further into neighboring countries. This poses serious concerns for shipping and international oil companies. Alexandre Raymakers, a senior Africa analyst at Verisk Maplecroft, believes the problem won't just get worse in the Gulf of Guinea. This is a global trend. Raymakers writes, quote, This trend will continue into 2020 and into 2021 as regional security forces hampered by security hotspots across the continent and a lack of adequate support continue to be unable to effectively tackle piracy. 
The number of crew kidnapped off the coast of Guinea climbed 50% to 121 last year. That's up from 78 in 2018. And now the Gulf of Guinea has surpassed more well-known areas for piracy. Areas like the Strait of Malacca. That's a waterway that separates Malaysia and Singapore from Indonesia. Raymakers also believes there won't be much in the way of international assistance and warns shipping and oil and gas operators to expect the rise in piracy to continue with more disruptions to supply chains and routes. Cost will also go up, Raymakers projects, due to increased ransom payments required to rescue crews on captured vessels. So what's driving this rise in maritime crime? In Nigeria, Raymakers believes there are socioeconomic factors at play. Crushing poverty and high employment may be driving otherwise law-abiding citizens toward a life of crime, and unfortunately, these socioeconomic factors do not seem set to change anytime soon. Add to that the fact that every successful ransom payment creates a feedback loop and further incentivizes pirates. It's a huge, if illicit, revenue stream. While pirates traditionally limited their operations to raiding oil tankers in order to sell their hold on the black market, the collapse of oil prices back in 2015 forced them to alter their approach, and they refocused their efforts on abducting crews and ransoming them. And unlike pirates in Somalia, pirates in the Delta do not have the use of secured ports or beaching areas for captured ships. This limits their ability to hold a vessel or its cargo for ransom. It means operators in the region usually won't lose their entire ship or everything in their hold. However, they do face delays and increased costs due to the disappearance of the ship's crew and those subsequent ransom payments. Given the recent collapse in global oil prices due to plummeting demand, Verisk anticipates that pirates are likely to attempt to board static tankers used as offshore storage for unsold production. The ship's crews and cargo, then, represent ideal, relatively simple targets for pirates. Oil platforms have also been targeted, with three oil workers from Chevron being abducted directly off the platform in 2019. Let's make our third story for today something a little more positive, perhaps. If you, like millions of people in the world, are a fan of French fries, at least that's what we call them here in the States, then you may be interested in the latest plea from farmers over in Belgium. The COVID-19 pandemic has left the country in the midst of a massive potato glut. More than 750 tons of potatoes are currently idling away in storage, and farmers are asking their fellow residents of Belgium to help out by eating fries at least twice a week. Frites, as they're called, are a kind of fry, you know, what's called a chip over in the United Kingdom, and the ones Belgium are fried twice. They're often paired with mayonnaise and mussels. They're a national dish in the country, and in the past, both France and Belgium have contentiously claimed to be inventors of this world-famous snack. Oddly enough, even at the height of pandemic lockdown measures, the country's iconic fry shacks were given special exemptions and allowed to stay open. 
Many independently chose to close in an attempt to flatten the spread of the pandemic. But those that did stay open have, of course, seen customer levels drop. Over in the U.S., some Idaho farmers have encountered a similar potato glut. When Oakley, Idaho farmer Ryan Craney learned his potato processor, McCain Food, had cut his potato contract by 16%, along with reductions in demand from other sources, he first started calling around the state to see whether anyone else could use them, even as potato flakes. Ultimately, these efforts didn't pan out. So, Craney ended up dumping about 70,000 pounds of potatoes in a pile on his farm, and he posted a photo of this potato pyramid on his Facebook page along with this message. Free potatoes! We started dumping potatoes today as we have no home for them because of the COVID-19 disaster. The potato supply chain has definitely been turned upside down. Imagine Craney's surprise when, just a few hours after his post went live, a stream of traffic arrived. The cars kept coming for the next five days. Craney said, I didn't think in a million years there would be that kind of reaction from people. We had several thousand people come out. A lot of them took 8, 10, or 12 bags apiece. On the morning of April 24th, Craney said he dumped some additional spuds to the pyramid, and several regional food banks showed up at his farm to claim spuds from his pile. Craney also found a trucking company that agreed to provide free freight for a load of spuds that he donated to people in need in the Bronx in New York City. That's all for now. We'd like to hear from you. What are some weird stories you saw slip through the cracks of the news? What are your favorite terrible jokes you've heard? What's your personal experience with COVID-19? You can let me know by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter or reaching out to me directly at HSW on Twitter or at BenBullet on Instagram. Thanks as always to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and thanks to you. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, stay strange. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot iHeart. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.